Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. So good to be back with uh, you all again. This midweek time, we need our cells to be charged and be ready to glorify God and stay in that mode. Of course, you can always enjoy your private times with the Lord. But thank God we can, as a corporate body, local body, gather together, feed God's word. Hallelujah. Shall we worship this great king, this holy one? Ama se coro sembre di pafrada balma, se cabodos comompre, o la prasta vevito copocrisente, for he is Lord, he is Lord, he has risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Yes, my knee shall bow, and my tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. You are Lord, you are Lord, you have risen from the dead, and you are Lord, yes, my knee shall bow, and my tongue confess, that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Hallelujah, sepratula brevelide brusto fravande. Hallelujah, 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 Lord, repesevre lebel melatesemente. Thank you, fathers, uporoku sepreli stebele jebre lebel belevrante. Ama sambra la carbala la praca sacatal massifreste le borocuso. Aborocuse presente le procumbusco brodobol morosondoroboriende le bacashanda. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Rapala crapaliste. Esto prusa cruto prusa moto crapazica tacali borocusa barambaranda. Thank you, Father. Se protoco rapala rapacasta. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Shaprasta prasamal barakata krasti. Oroborakata karika zukuruku zibereke de belisti. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We give you thanks, we give you thanks. Tapasta prapadaste freseluta brokodusto. Hamajambra da brambala la pakarapada valmana krasta la bariente. Oh, man, take care of the pest, Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Praza kapata kapala la bakanta. Manta ramba zanda ramba ziko toko paka dese bel meteresika teko rogusenti. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Prazuko tokro pusele parata barakazanta. Worship your holy name, worship your holy name, worship your holy name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Masabra Makanda Rabazara Balmaradaya. 
Oh, we give you thanks. La Paza Prapal Paracasa Malparacasa. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Apasta prapali kasoroku zembele dimere dekelme. Amashante mazando robo katare mede vele rembezende. Hallelujah. We bless your holy name. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Worship your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Faithful God, we trust you. We yield to you right now. We call every need met, every yoke destroyed. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. I trust you had a good time already. God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. Well, we've been talking uh, along a certain line now for maybe two weeks uh, on Wednesday. So maybe we'll continue that way a little bit. Let's see. We'll turn into uh, Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And let's observe there as we read from verse 7 with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. With good will, notice that, doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Hallelujah. That's how it opens, you know, in those initial verses that we keep our eyes on the Lord, that we are doing these things uh, as unto the Lord, not unto men. Why? Because he continues, Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Hallelujah. So the, here he's uh, talking about the whole business of working under somebody else and whatever that entails, whether it be as a bond labor or you know a contract with your boss and so on you're working and uh, people have employed you and so on but notice that we keep our eyes on him and do as unto the lord as though he were the boss why because whatever good thing man doeth that shall he receive of the lord whether he be bond or free hmm. very interesting maybe we can hear that line also in Canada. 
ಮನುಷ್ಯರಿಗೋಸ್ಕರವಲ್ಲ ಕರ್ತನಿಗೋಸ್ಕರ ಸೇವೆ ಮಾಡುತ್ತೇವೆಂದು ಒಳ್ಳೆ ಮನಸ್ಸಿನಿಂದ ಸೇವೆ ಮಾಡಿರಿ ಒಬ್ಬನು ದಾಸನಾಗಲಿ ಸ್ವತಂತ್ರನಾಗಲಿ ತಾನು ಯಾವ ಸತ್ಕಾರ್ಯವನ್ನು ಮಾಡುತ್ತಾನೋ ಅದರ ಪ್ರತಿಫಲವನ್ನು ಕರ್ತನಿಂದ ಹೊಂದುವನೆಂಬುದನ್ನು ನೀವು ತಿಳಿದವರಾಗಿಯೇ ಇದ್ದೀರಿ rewards to those who are serving according to these uh, manners that are prescribed written out here very interesting so we have to constantly remember that we are doing everything as though we are under the eyes of the lord watchful eyes of the lord verse 6 continues i mean verse 5 uh, declares servants be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling in singleness of heart as unto Christ notice those kind of elements fear and trembling singleness of heart as unto Christ so there is an absolute uh, reverence uh, that you are giving as though Christ was your boss as though Christ was the one that you were serving and you had that reverential fear uh, as though he himself were watching every move of ours isn't that interesting hallelujah praise god so keep that in mind as we continue with our daily life whatever we are doing as though jesus himself were there rather than just with eye service as men pleasers praise god let's hear also maybe verse 5 in kannada ಸೇವಕರೆ ಶಾರೀರಕ್ಕನುಸಾರವಾಗಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಯಜಮಾನರಾಗಿರುವವರಿಗೆ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನಿಗೆಂದು ಹೃದಯಪೂರ್ವಕವಾಗಿ ನಡುಗುತ್ತಾ ವಿಧೇಯರಾಗಿರ್ರಿ ಗ್ಲೋರಿ ಟು ಗಾಡ್ ಸೊ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ದ ವಿಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಆರ್ ಅವರ್ ಡೀಪ್ ಥಾಟ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಕೌಂಟ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಟು ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಅವರ್ ಇಮ್ಯಾಜಿನೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ದ ಪಿಕ್ಚರ್ ಆಸ್ ದೋ ಜೀಸಸ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ವಾಸ್ ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ದೇರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಇಟ್ ಆಸ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ಹಿಮ್ praise god good will doing service as unto the lord and not to men that whatsoever good thing you do you will receive of the lord whether you are bond or free so there is a guarantee that you're going to receive a payment for whatever we do as long as we can choose that we're doing it as unto the lord we're going to receive from him Hallelujah here men may give you a tap on the shoulder and give you a pay hike or whatever but there is one who is seeing deeper than all that and he prefers to honor us when we do it as unto him Hallelujah so we have to keep that uh, all the time before us that it is unto him we are doing these things as a believer praise God he is our lord glory to God Let's look at another scripture like that which will help. It's very interesting that we should engage our imagination, engage our deep thoughts. He has referred to as the heart and so uh the hidden part, the thoughts, the realm of our imagination should be engaged. Uh and we are engaging it either positively or negatively, but we are told to engage it as though the lord himself were the boss and he was watching it and so we should do it reverently hallelujah very very interesting 
Let's go also to Romans, the 14th chapter, and observe there a very uh, common verse. If you go to funerals, um, and so <laughs> we don't want to just keep it in that realm of funerals alone, because that's when people become uh, very philosophical and uh, concerned about um, your eternal state. Till then, nobody's really that too bothered, just naturally speaking. So we who are believers must not be molded and conformed to that either. Let's read there in 14 and the 7th verse. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. Hmm. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. So that is part of the reason why he rose again from the dead. He paid the price so that he could have that lordship over living and the dead. Therefore, no one is therefore given a right to just live for himself, but to his Lord, whom we have confessed as Lord. Jesus rose from the dead. He is our Lord. And so we live, we die, everything before him. Very interesting thought. Therefore, you can see it makes sense scripturally to think like this. Let's hear uh, 7 and 8 also in Kannada. So to be conscious of this reality is to be conscious of God, conscious of His presence, conscience, conscience that has been trained to be thinking that He's real. The 10th verse says, Why dost thou judge thy brother? You can see that we have enough work to do about ourselves. <laughs> if we were really officiously bothered about ourselves, deeply concerned about our condition, we wouldn't have time to look at our brother. In fact, we may pity the poor soul. Or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we shall all stand. He's saying all of us are going to stand there. You might as well take care of your business. <laughs> That's uh, interesting. For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, said the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Hmm. Very interesting thought. The fact that every tongue shall confess to God. Notice that. And then in the same verse he says, as I live says the Lord. So there's a difference between God and the Lord Jesus there. Notice that every tongue is going to confess one of these days that, you know, the Lord God is the actual God and that there's no other. But we, we have already bowed our knee to the Lord Jesus Hallelujah. So we have a different reception. Verse 12. So then every one of us shall give 
account of himself to God. Praise God. Every one of us, whether they be believer or unbeliever, all of us are going to give an account. Only our account is different. It is uh, without the fear of hell, without the fear of being separated from God for eternity, but rather to reign with him. Praise God. Maybe we'll hear this also in Canada, 14.10 and all the way to 12. ಆದರೆ ನೀನು ನಿನ್ನ ಸಹೋದರನಿಗೆ ತೀರ್ಪು ಮಾಡುವುದು ಯಾಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ನಿನ್ನ ಸಹೋದರನನ್ನು ಹೀನೈಸುವುದು ಯಾಕೆ ನಾವೆಲ್ಲರೂ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ನ್ಯಾಯಾಸನದ ಮುಂದೆ ನಿಂತುಕೊಳ್ಳಬೇಕಲ್ಲ ನನ್ನ ಜೀವದಾಣೆ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನು ನನ್ನ ಮುಂದೆ ಮೊಣಕಾಲೂರುವನು ಮತ್ತು ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಂದು ನಾಲಿಗೆಯು ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಅರಿಕೆ ಮಾಡುವುದು ಎಂಬುದಾಗಿ ಕರ್ತನು ಹೇಳುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂದು ಬರೆದದೆ ಈಗಿರಲಾಗಿ ನಮ್ಮಲ್ಲಿ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬನು ತನ್ನ ತನ್ನ ವಿಷಯವಾಗಿ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಲೆಕ್ಕ ಒಪ್ಪಿಸಬೇಕು you can see that uh, we are simply going over scriptures that tell us that this is a reality is going to happen hallelujah so there is enough work to be done for our own personal lives and if it is true we should be more bothered about that and then feel sympathy for others because we all know we have to stand before and give an account before that throne praise god and before god almighty on the other hand so it continues in 13 let us not therefore judge one another anymore there's some kind of finality there but judge this rather hmm, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way praise god so because of that kind of thinking and because of the conviction we are thinking about how i should not judge my brother anymore but rather i should try to help him not stumble not to put anything in his way so that he stumble because then his failure is also accounted to you hmm not so cool let's see verse 13 also in kannada ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ಇನ್ನು ಮೇಲೆ ಒಬ್ಬರ ವಿಷಯದಲ್ಲೊಬ್ಬರು ಎಂದಿಗೂ ತೀರ್ಪು ಮಾಡದೆ ಇರೋಣ ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಸಹೋದರನ ಎದುರಿಗೆ ಅಡ್ಡಿಯನ್ನಾಗಲಿ ಎಡೆತಡೆಯನ್ನಾಗಲಿ ಹಾಕಲೇಬಾರದೆಂದು ತೀರ್ಮಾನಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಜೀಸಸ್ ಸೊ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಅವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಅದರ್ಸ್ ಕೆನ್ ಯು ಸಿ ದಟ್ ಹೌ ಡು ಐ ಅಫೆಕ್ಟ್ ಸಂಬದಿ ಎಲ್ಸಸ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಡು ಐ ಟ್ರಿಪ್ ಇಮ್ ಅಪ್ ಆರ್ ಡು ಐ ಎನ್ಕರೇಜ್ ಇಮ್ ಟು ಗೋ ಫಾರ್ವರ್ಡ್ very interesting thought verse 15 we skipped one he goes on to say but if thy brother be grieved with thy meat now walkest thou not charitably destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died let not then your good be evil spoken of hmm so we are looking around and bothered about am i helping my brother or am i making my brother stumble so you are not just living for yourself you are concerned about others believers also amen so there's a lot of work you can see there um you're not your own anymore you are bought with a price jesus is your master and you owe him and other in the family others in the family to watch out for yourself and for them praise god 
So it is definitely real. These things are true. Maybe we can see 15 also in Canada. Ninna aharadinda ninna sahodarana manasige novadare pritige takkante ninu innu nadeyuva vanalla. Yavani goskara kristanu sattano avananu ninna aharadinda kedisabaradu. Praise God. These things will now drive you to prayer very soon. If you start thinking like that. Amen. If you start imagining that these things are true, it will make you pray. Won't it? Hallelujah. Prayer is about desires. What things soever you desire. When you pray, believe that you receive them. So your desire will begin to change. Your desire will begin to be programmed by God's thinking. And your prayer requests will be different. Hallelujah. Sometimes our prayer requests are basically just for ourselves. That tells God a lot about us, doesn't it? Hallelujah. Verse 4 says, Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. This is in regard to um, general work, but also uh, it can be seen to be for those who work for the Lord. You know, I didn't employ that preacher. I didn't employ that teacher of the word. I did not employ that worker of the Lord. It was the Lord who chose that person, who employed him. And so I don't have any right actually to judge him because the one who knew him before time began chose him with all of his foreknowledge and said, you're going to work for me and this is what you're going to do. Hallelujah. And God knew that and still chose him. And so uh, if there's anyone to blame, we can blame the one who chose him or her. Hallelujah. And so that is uh, crossing our limits of judgment. We don't see too far. If we can see beyond our noses, that's really amazing. But most of the time we don't even see clearly at all. So here is a person who knew one before time began and said, you'll work for me and employed him to work for him and we want to judge that person. Praise God. Uh, therefore, we have to be careful and just let the judgment be with the boss, the one who chose him, the one who employed him and be bothered about our judgment also and rather pray for that person so that uh, he is holding up. He says, yes, he shall be holding up for God is able to make him stand. So who's the one who's going to make us stand? God's going to make us stand. Hallelujah. He's the helper. He's the one who makes us stand. Hallelujah. And if he chose us, he knows how to make us stand. So whenever you feel like criticizing that brother, that sister, that ministry worker, remember, he's not your servant. It's the Lord who employs him. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hear verse 4 also in Canada. Matobana Sevakana Vishayavagi Tirpumaduadake Ninu Yaru, Avanu Nintaru Bidaru Adu Avana Yajamana Nige Seridu, Haudu, Avanu Nilisal Paduvanu, Avananu Nilisuadake Devaru Shaktanagi Dane. Praise God, you know, we all fall and fail and we mess up, and so these things have to come to our mind again and again. Uh, sometimes you are quick to say something, you are quick to criticize and 
you know, but here is a blanket statement that God is the boss of every worker. Hallelujah. We did not employ them. It was God who employed them. Hallelujah. Amen. So let's be praying. Let's be believing. Our desires are changing now. More and more as we think on this. Praise God. Let's go to Philippians and look at that very valuable prayer again. From the ninth verse. And this I pray in chapter 1. Philippians 1, nine, And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more. Praise God. But just when you thought you had arrived in your love walk, he's asking us to abound in it more and more. Hmm. In knowledge and in all judgment or discernment or common sense. So we're helping our judgment, uh, our discernment, as we pray this prayer and study the word, that we may prove or approve things that are excellent, that we may be sincere without offense till the day of Christ. So here we are um, praying prayers that will help us to judge ourselves and check what our standards are, what are we actually going after. Are we going for excellent or mediocre or below average, etc., etc., and that we may be sincere about it we can just pretend that everything is okay, but God sees the heart. God sees deeper than all of that. You can even convince yourself that you're a very liberal person. You are such a blessing and you're such a you know, loving person. But only God knows, actually. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So <laughs> the more sincere you are, the more you examine yourself. Self-examination and sincerity are connected. Sincerity is about uh, you, without any, let's call it uh, pollutant. That's if the material is held against the light, uh, nothing is going to be clouding it. Praise God. There has to be a sincerity in the presence of God. Sincere. And without offense till the day of Christ. I'm challenged to think, wow, you can actually live without offense. That's interesting, even unto the day of Christ. And then go on the positive side, being filled with fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, unto the glory and praise of God. What a wonderful prayer. Hallelujah. Let's maybe hear that again in Canada, 9 through the 11th verse. Nimma pritiyu hechutta hechutta niu jnana matu purna viveka galinda kudida varagira bekentalu. Uttama Karya Galu Yava Vendu Nivu Vivechisuvavaraga Bekentalu Kristana Dinadavarege Nivu Sarada Ragyu Nirmala Ragyu Irabekentalu Yesu Kristana Mulaka Niti Mba Falagalinda Tumbidavaragi Devarige Mahimeyanu Stotra Vanu Taruvavaragi Rabekentalu Pratisutene Praise the Lord. Interesting. And there's some scripture in Timothy, second Timothy twelve. If we suffer with him, we shall also reign with him. Praise God. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. Very interesting words there. On one hand, God won't let you go. 
He's got you in his hand, in the Father's hand, in the Lord Jesus' hands. And uh, we trust that. Amen. However, we must know that these things involve suffering. It's all suffering. In your mentality, you are suffering thinking about others rather than yourself. Um, considering, not judging others, judging yourself. It's all suffering. But then he says, if you suffer, we also reign with him. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's hear the 12th verse of 2 Timothy 2 also. Amen. None of us is planning to deny him. Thank God for that. But honestly speaking, it is a suffering to begin to think like this. To think about yourself is basically not suffering. Hallelujah. It's just opposite. So you can safely think that if you're thinking about others, you are suffering. Hallelujah. So that's the right way to go. So sometimes we are, you know, driven towards just suffering all the time. Hallelujah. That's another extreme. And that's okay. Praise God. However, God is also into rest. All this must be done in rest or at rest. The invitation of the Lord Jesus is that we take his yoke and learn of him and we find rest for our souls. In other words, the internal ministry, your soul is at rest because he's wearing his yoke and following his word and doing it his way. So you're at rest. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm. Let's go to that verse in the book of Matthew also. God wants it all to be done out of a place of rest. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. So, there you go. You may think, wow, this is hard. But he said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Always take sides with God. Spend time in scriptures that appear at least twice or thrice. That is more important. Hallelujah. Thank God. These are the more important things. You can see we've seen so many scriptures talking about the similar factors. These are core doctrine. This is foundational truth. And we must always take sides with God and his word. Especially when it's written at least twice or thrice. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear this also in Canada. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> he wants us to continue with that kind of a rest and maintain that restful life because that is actually 
where you can tell that you are getting your strength from his strength not in the energy of the flesh the energy of the flesh is what cannot please God they that are in the flesh cannot please God where you are drawing your energy from the flesh and fleshly thinking but here it's based on rest because you are acting on God's word you are praying you are trusting that those desires which are coming from the word of God at least twice or thrice mentioned are what you are seeking that's what you are desiring so at the end of it all you can say I believe I did it just because it is written like that just because Jesus likes it like that and so he will help me he will become that strength to actually confirm the word to actually work with the word in my life he will confirm his word with the signs with the results hallelujah praise God so let's not try to do it in the energy of the flesh that cannot please God they that are in the flesh cannot please him so all of this has to be done from a place of rest and conclusion like hey this is a settled thing this is God's way and he will work with it he will work in me both to will and do his good pleasure hallelujah so it's from inside from deep convictions that I'm called to rest that it is easy uh, it's going to be easy if I do it like that rather than from the flesh I wonder if we read uh, verse 30 in Canada we did okay praise God so these things are very very powerful we need to uh, continue like that see the power of continuation is all about resting in his strength rather than our strength because we quit so many times but when you think about him who never quit hallelujah who continued who just would not let go we are stirred up to know that he is living in us and the greater one is in us and his actual power and life is in us and he's praying for us 24-7 non-stop he ever lives to make intercession for us hallelujah so there is the greatest prayer in the universe praying for us hallelujah and he knew us before time began he formed us in our mother's womb and he chose us and so he knows before he started it all who we are and how he's going to pray how he's going to be there to help us hallelujah so you know we should always remember that that gives us rest thank God (laughs) he's praying for me hallelujah he's at the right hand of God praying for me hallelujah hallelujah glory 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 so let's go back and read that prayer also in Hebrews the 13th chapter and uh, you know you begin to respect that and honor that much more Hebrews 13 20 says now the God of peace oh hallelujah that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant praise God hallelujah Hmm. make you perfect in every good work to do his will isn't that powerful to do his will working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight now that's what's important it has to be 
right in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, the one who's praying for us, whose life is there for us right now, who speaks for us. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So this drives us to pray such prayers. How, how peaceful and how illuminating and how deeply concerning these prayers are. It goes into the place that God sees. He says, before his sight. That's what's important, right? I mean, you may be thinking so great about your own judgment of yourself. And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, you missed it in his sight. Praise God. So uh, getting it right in his sight is what counts. <laughs> Make you perfect in every good work to do his will working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight. Oh, through Jesus Christ. See, he's the one who can make that happen. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I mean, if you saw this kind of prayer, in the midst of all these demands that you can see, wow, and you just stumbled on this prayer, what would you do? I think you just prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. Because you want to do the right thing. Amen. Maybe we can hear in Canada, Hebrews 13, 20 and 21 also. Shashwatavada Udambadikaya Raktada Mulaka Kuri Hindige Dodda Kurubanagiruva Namma Kartanada Yesuvanu Sattavaru Laginda Bara Madida Shantidayakanada Devaru. Nimmanu Sakala Sakkarya Gadali Atana Chittavanu Maduvante Paripurna Madali Tana Drushkelli Mechikeada Adanu Yesu Kristana Mulaka Nimali Nadisali Yuga Yugantara Gadaliu Atanige Mahime Untagali Amen. Glory to God. So the one who is going to judge us, what is right in his sight is what I need. Praise God. That's what we need. Hallelujah. And so let him help us as we put one foot in front of the other, as we step out to live for him. Let him work that which is well-pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. So at the end of it all, whatever you get as a crown or an accolade, you're just going to give it to him, to him be glory forever and ever and you'll say, I couldn't do it if it were not you working in me, I could not have done it and so with reverence <laughs> hallelujah, I put it at your feet, amen and so we're going to have something to put at his feet because he's the one who's been working in us both to will and do his good pleasure See, to do his good pleasure, not necessarily our pleasure. Amen? Praise God. So you cannot say that everything that you are doing is based on him working in you. That which produces his good pleasure is what uh, he is working. Amen? Remember, Masatoro Kusta. Let's go there. Refedia Katakasta. That's also a powerful prayer. We're, we're just, um, you know, wanting to be as exhaustive as possible. Philippians 2.13 For it is God which worketh in you both to will and do of his good pleasure. Amen. So the things that are his good pleasure, he works it. Right? Praise God. It may not just be everything that you're doing like Romans 8 says there in 28 and you take it out of context ah it worked out for good everything works out for good 
Not necessarily. Praise God. God can still step in and change things. Thank God for that. But we are trusting that what is good in his sight, he will work it out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. So there's a reverence, there's a special respect that is coming to us as we read these things. And that is why we choose to live uh, the way he said, a holy life, uh, a life of reverence, uh, of love, of laying down our lives, of suffering the way he would suffer, leaving us an example. Praise God. Not poverty, not sickness, not any curse. Hallelujah. You don't have to suffer that. You don't have to suffer those consequences of disobedience. And therefore, God is not going to use that to correct us. Hallelujah. The consequence of disobedience has been taken care of by the Lord Jesus. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. And so God is not going to use that as a correction for us. Hallelujah. That is the trial out there. That's the fire out there. Those are the messes in a fallen world. Praise God. So we, we strive to make sure we do it from the right kind of thinking and uh, the right kind of soul, the, the place of the imagination, intellect, the will, the choice. That is eventually what is going to be judged. Praise God. Our inner workings. Uh, when God judges the secrets of the heart. Praise God. So what did you think when you did it? What was your perception? What was your understanding? And were you doing it you know, out of just man-pleasing or were you doing it as unto the Lord? Hallelujah. There's a lot in there. You can see it. it's taking work. There's a lot of work there. Praise God. That has to be done. Incidentally, we are also talking a little bit about that on Sunday, how our thinking, our soul is so powerful, and that's where all the work is. Hallelujah. But um, think about these things more and more, because the day of the Lord is approaching. That great day is coming sooner than we have thought before. We are living at the very end of all of time, the age of the church, I mean. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Philippians 2.13, it is God which worketh in you, both to will and do of his good pleasure. So if you want it his way at rest and his pleasure, we are going to trust uh, how it fuses in with the next verse, verse 14, do all things without murmurings and disputings. That is going to color it with a not so good report. So if you're doing it from a place of rest, there won't be murmurings and disputings. Amen? You're going to do it from inside, and you're not going to be murmuring about it and disputing about it, fighting about it. Just let it be from a place of peace and a place of your mouth is in control. Uh, it is silenced by God's will. Hallelujah. Place of rest. Amen. Then it continues that you may be blameless and harmless. Blameless and harmless. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked, perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world. 
So there is this witness that's coming out as you live it, as you live from inside out. A witness is being born in the world. The world is seeing that life, seeing that rest, seeing the will of God manifested. Hallelujah. And you are harmless, you are blameless. Thank God all these things are possible. Amen. So we strive to do all of this. We are becoming more and more conscious of it that we may be all that he is saying here. Thank God. Maybe we can hear 14 and 15 also out of Philippians 2 in Canada. Amen. Now we'll jump along to 1 Corinthians, the third chapter. Bible study means you are studying the Bible, uh, spending time thinking about it, focusing on the word there rather than many other things. Now in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, there's an interesting lineup there. Verse 13, we'll pick up and then read either forward or backward. It says, every man's work shall be made manifest. Hmm, very interesting. Every man's work shall be made manifest. So there's going to be a day of manifestation, openly looking at things, every person's work. That's for the believer. For the day shall declare it. It's going to be quite a day. Because it shall be revealed by fire. Mm-hmm. It's going to be opened up, made manifest by a kind of fire. Isn't that interesting? And fire uh, tries things of what kind of material they are made. If it can stand the test of fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Mm, thank you, Jesus. And our God is a consuming fire, and Jesus has eyes of flaming fire, and it's a pure, holy love and person that we are dealing with. <laughs> so the motives of the heart, the reality of that motive is going to come out. Not just, I did this, I did that, see what I did on the outside, but he's going to see uh, where it came from. Was it sincere? Was it without offense? Was it from the energy of the flesh? Or was it a deep desire from inside that moved you to want to do it right, to do it God's way? Hallelujah. You know, if you talk about these things, uh, you know, sometimes it may sound like you are being legalistic. But, you know, it has to be legal. <laughs> There has to be a way that God wants it done. There has to be a standard. It's, it's got to be done God's way. That's why he's Lord. Hallelujah. And he's the judge. He's going to show forth all of these things and then give us um, rewards. Hallelujah. Without partiality. Interesting. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Therefore, you can see we need help. How many of you know that we need help? Hallelujah. Oh, because that day will reveal it. Our prayers will change. Our desires will change. Based on the gravity of these kind of thoughts, these verses become so real to you that you make shifts, you know, corrections take place. As we were saying the other day, the Bible is basically for self-correction. 
But if you do not deal with it like that, then corrections come from outside. And we don't need all of that. Why don't we just self-correct? That's better. That's the easy way of doing it. And so when you read the word, be ready to be corrected. Be ready for adjustments because the one who is your Lord is leading you to that day where he will rejoice over you. You know, he will decorate you and say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. So don't forget, every man's work shall be made manifest. That day will declare it. It shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. Maybe we can hear verse 13 in uh, Kannada also. Amen. So the quality is going to be tested. Praise God. Quality. Hmm. Quality. Quality is where it is. Not just quantity. Quality. Amen. Thank God for quantity. But there has to be quality also. Thank God for that. Let's see if we can get both going together. Hallelujah. Amen. And as you keep uh, checking, you know, forward and backward from that verse, it says there in verse 12, Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. Notice the materials are laid out there. Quality wise, he's starting with the highest quality, gold, in this scripture, of course. Uh, then silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. That's how it, it comes down. Praise God for <laughs> a nice clear laying out. There seem to be six items there, plainly mentioned, in grades of quality. So we don't want uh, kilos and kilos or tons of hay. Praise God, where you just see hay everywhere. All of that hay, that's my work. It's just kilometers of hay. And hey, what a good job I did. But then when you light up the fire, guess what catches? The hay just going to go. And what's left is basically a lot of um, husk, burned out, and smoke. That doesn't look like fun. Hallelujah. So wouldn't you prefer a few grams of gold to all of that hay? Something to think about. So he's talking about quality from within. What was the purpose? What drove you? What were the inner thinkings? And all of that. God help us. Or oh, you can see that we should be praying certain prayers, driven to them, because... <laughs> We are concerned. Are you concerned? I'm concerned for myself <laughs> and for others too. Amen. Uh, gold, silver, precious stones. Wood, hay, stubble. So there we go. We can choose whatever material you want to build with. Some are cheap. Some are expensive. Cheap stuff or expensive stuff. Cheap means it doesn't cost you anything. What is it in your life that is expensive? What costs you something is what we have to start thinking about. Did it cost you anything? Did it take you away from your comfort? 
Did it take you away from your pleasure time? Did it take you away from your selfish self-interest? Did it make you sacrifice anything for Jesus? Uh, what level of sacrifice would you rate yourself as? Uh, would you say that you are a person who is very sacrificial, who is considering others and the gospel and Jesus as your main interest? Or uh, would you just do things if they were convenient? Uh, if it stole from your convenience, would you still be interested? Uh, those kind of things. That is where the price begins to show up. Hallelujah. Uh, the expense, the, the quality, the price. Is it just about you? Is it always about your comfort? Is it always about your convenience? Is there any sacrifice really on a daily basis that you are making for Jesus. That's the price. That's the value. If Jesus were to look at your uh, time, for instance, your prayer, for instance, your money, for instance, would he be able to say that, yeah, you did this for me, you did this for me, you did this for others, you did this for the gospel, you did this because of what you believed from the word of God, or would it be, Hmm, the main bulk was just for yourself. Things like that. So price, value begins to show up there. The quality begins to show up in these materials. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's hear verse 12 also in Kannada. Glory to God. So you can see that there is a foundation and then on top of that foundation we now build with materials. Hallelujah. But we don't want to do it on our own because we don't know how to build. He is the builder. He is the one who began the good work in us. He is faithful to finish it. Praise God. So if we have a little bit of sense we should say Lord Jesus how do I build? How do I do this properly? Help me. And that's prayer. See, that's the prayer about choosing the excellent stuff that is of highest value, the highest quality. So you pray that and pray that and say, let me choose what is of highest value. Of course, that also means that you will suffer in the flesh. Praise God. If you suffer, you reign. Praise God. Hallelujah. Very interesting. So your flesh is not going to like some of these things, but... Guess what? He is just the house. He is just the vehicle that moves you around. Uh, he is the slave in the matter, like they say in Hindi recently. I heard gulam, I think. It's not gulab. Gulabi anke. No, I think it's gulam. Praise God. And he's a slave. He's a slave. When you realize that the house that you're living in is going to be called the body. Where did you keep the body? Where's the body? You know, the minute you leave your body, it's just the body. It's not where's Michael? You know, no Michael. No, that's the body. It just immediately becomes a body, and people are in a hurry to put away that body. Especially nowadays, they want to get rid of that body real fast. And imagine that body dictating to you what you should do about your eternal results your eternal benefits that you will reign forever with Jesus he wants to call the shots and tell you no I don't agree with that you're not going to do that 
That's not going to be done. As long as I'm on this watch, as long as I'm here, you're not going to do that. And you're going to look at your, your body, your flesh, where your itches or your you know, deep-seated uh, desires that are contrary to the word, which are cursed because it came out of the dust, that's where it's placed. Hallelujah. They say cursed there. Cursed is the man that trusts in the arm of flesh. Why does he make such a statement? Because there is a curse there. And that's how the curse comes. So we, we don't want to give space to that curse. We don't want to just follow the dictates of that. Uh, we want to treat it the way it ought to be treated. Like Paul said, I put my body under. I bring it to subjection. Hallelujah. Hmm, very interesting. I think we should go there. And check that also, 1 Corinthians 9 and then 27, since we are on the topic. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway or unprofitable. Mm. Unprofitable, spurious, unapproved. Paul said that he had to deal with it. I have to deal with it. We all have to deal with it. Amen. Paul was not perfect. You are not perfect. The only perfect person was Jesus. Amen. That's why we keep him there and worship him. Glory to God. To him be the glory. To him be the honor. To him be the praise. Everybody else is a pattern that we are trying to follow in the right things. Not the wrong. Oh, he's a preacher. He did that. I can do that. Hey. Is it in the Bible? Is it God's will? Is it written twice or thrice? Is it something that's going to be standing the test of that fire? Do that. Don't, don't emulate the other things just because. Are you out there? Your flesh is going to make excuses like that. But he's a preacher. He did that. That can be a stumbling block. That can be a hindrance. Now that's between him and his God who employed him. But we have a, a choice to now say, Lord, I want to do the right thing. Hallelujah. Even though it's portrayed this way and that way, and maybe, you know, the preacher is doing this and the workers are doing that, but Lord, is this you? Is this your way? Hallelujah. So it goes deeper than just all of this uh, man-pleasing department here. You want to do it right, and you want to do it from a place of rest, not from a place of murmuring and disputing. Hallelujah. I keep under my body. Amen. So the body is a, a different entity altogether. It's not you. Hallelujah. You are a spirit being. You are a born again new creature. Just like Jesus in your spirit. I believe you are perfect. And you have the authority to put your body under. You do. Otherwise, Paul would not have been able to do it. You cannot uh, declare these things just because. It's because it is true. It's not positive thinking. It is true. It's possible for you to say, Body, I put you under. You obey me now, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear 927 also in Canada. Amen. 
That's why as you spend more time, uh, you find that you feel better now, things are better because you are not listening to that body. Initially, the body is like, it's all about me. It's all, and then you tell him, you stand there in the corner. What's up? You just obey me right now. And then he begins to realize, he, just like a little child, he can't fight against you. You have decided. And so it gets better. You begin to feel better. Hallelujah. But if you pamper him and listen to his requests, it may not go in the right direction. Praise God. I'm not saying that you, you don't give your body rest or comfort it or you know, take care of it. Praise God. That's the housing. It's just the housing. So uh, it must be kept like that and the house must be decorated and painted. And if it needs painting, paint it. Hallelujah. If it needs fixing, fix it. But it must never dominate and rule the decisions of life. Amen. That's easy to say. But my brother, my sister, <laughs> that sweetness and that feeling and that appetite, when it comes before you, ah, ha, ha, you need the help of God. Praise God. We need the help of God to be sincere without offense. Praise God. So these are the realities of the scripture and uh, we need to deal with it. Have we read the 27th verse? Yeah. All right. Let's go on now to the book of Hebrews and see if we can uh, maybe close with that. There's a lot in Hebrews chapter 12. We were saying basically that the word of God is a self-correcting uh, book. That the man of God here, Timothy, was told to uh, feed himself and work with the word so he would be perfected. Hebrews 12 starts with uh, a kind of throwback or a recap of what happened in the 11th chapter. Of course, in the original, there was no chapter and verse. So it talks about the, the great hall of fame of faith, the great faith people of Hebrews 11. And then verse 1 of 12 says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Notice that word, that we are beginning to uh, be slightly strange here and we are considering that some people are watching us. Amen? Some guy was, you know, uh, robbing a place and as he was robbing, he noticed the, the portrait there was always looking at him. And he said, why is he looking at me? I, I can't do this. His eyes are always looking at me and he ended up, you know, not being able to rob. <laughs> Praise God. But we don't, have, we don't have a portrait with eyes looking at us. You know, that's not our deal here. Praise God. We are more concerned about a cloud of witnesses. We are not concerned about a portrait with his eyes just looking at us like Mona Lisa or whatever. No, we are concerned about these people in the heavenly realms who have demonstrated their faith and have been recorded there in God's book of remembrance and works. Their names have showed up, their faith has showed up, and now they are watching us. They are a great cloud of witnesses. Wow. We have to be sure that the spirit realm is looking at us. Hallelujah. 
And you must be convinced about the spirit realm and its reality. A nice check on that would be the book of Luke, where it talks about the prodigal uh, son, A, and then next, the, the Lazarus and the beggar story. Amen? Our daddy loves us, and he has prepared a place for us, and he waits for us, and he longs for us, and we have this inheritance, we go out there, however we use it, one day we have to come to him. Praise God. Hallelujah. But then he continues talking about how after death, these people saw that they recognized each other. Hmm. That they could see the person. That he was just like Lazarus and he was just like the rich man. And he was just like Abraham. And they sat there and, and they, they saw all of those things. And they were just as real as you had a body. It made no difference whether in the body or not, I cannot tell. Paul said, caught up to the third heaven. In Second Corinthians 12, he said he was caught up to the third heaven. He said he could not tell whether he was in the body or not. But he was in the throne of God, at the throne of God. And he heard things and he saw things. And there were some amazing truths there. So this body here can be a serious limiting factor. And we need to be conscious of the spirit realm much more. We need to be God conscious and be conscious of these heavenly realities. Amen. And it must put pressure on us who are living down here to live in a certain way. Praise God. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Anytime you see things like yielding yourself to God, laying aside, etc. Those kind of thoughts, you must remember 1 John 1.9 is what he's talking about. 1 John 1.9 is the only thing that lets you lay aside things. Hallelujah. The more you get used to experiencing 1 John 1.9, the more you get used to laying aside things. Praise God. Only the blood of Jesus can help you lay aside things. If you do not trust the blood, guess what's going to happen? Those things are going to pile up over you and they're going to just be from fleshly energy. But the spirit realm invites you to the blood, invites you to the life of Jesus, speaking a better thing than the blood of Abel. He's speaking for you. Come to me. Come boldly. Let me give you grace. Let me give you help. Let me give you for this need right now. Hallelujah. So you have to always look that way, looking onto Jesus, considering Him. Now, let's see if we can go to 1 John 1 9. And then I hope we can read the 12th chapter, but it's okay. Even if we continue next week, it doesn't matter. If Jesus comes before that, hallelujah, we go. 1 John 1 9 says, If we confess our sins, that is including uh, the great Apostle John, Peter, James, and us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Notice that you are cleansed from all unrighteousness. Cleansed from all unrighteousness. So what do you have left? 
Only righteousness. Oh, glory to God. Now think about that as you remember the prayer in Philippians. Notice Philippians 1, we read the ninth verse there and the 10th. He says, that you may prove the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. That blood will handle, verse 11, being filled with fruits of righteousness. Righteousness. Because the blood cleansed you of all unrighteousness. Being filled with fruits of righteousness, notice, which are by Jesus Christ. Not by you. By your leaning on his life, his blood, his prayer, his ability. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Forgive me if I irritate you with the ha, ha, ha. But notice, (laughs) it has to be done with joy. It has to be done with peace. It has to be done without murmurings and disputations, but with peace, joy, excitement, as unto the Lord. Amen. So you have to, you know, see these things from the light of 1 John 1, 9. I'm cleansed from all unrighteousness. I have forgotten the things that are past. God has forgiven. God has forgotten. Here I am in the righteousness of God. I'm ready to bring forth some fruits in righteousness and fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ unto his praise and glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So anytime you see verses like that about yielding and laying aside and conforming, all of that has to do uh, and being renewed, all that has to do with 1 John 1, 9 being applied again and again and again. Hallelujah. Don't be scared of 1 John 1, 9. Run to 1 John 1, 9. Come boldly to the throne of grace for mercy, for grace to help you in that need, that particular instance. How much do you need? Go there again. How much do I need? I go there again. It has to be done like that. From that energy of the internal, the spirit realm. Jesus' life power. Jesus' blood. Jesus' voice speaking. Hallelujah. It has to be pleasing in his sight. That's where it counts. Not, oh, I did okay and all of that. You have your report, but he has his report. May they sink. May they coincide. Oh, hallelujah. What do you think we should read? 1 John 1, 9. It would be nice. Praise God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hallelujah. So, you know, back in Hebrews 12, Every one of us has uh, a race to run, which was set before us, specifically for us. But then there's a daily Christian living, you know, which is also covered in this area. We have to learn to uh, look at things and see, is this going to hinder me? I need endurance. I need to be able to run with patience. I need to be able to go all the way. So let me do this one day at a time. What could be a hindrance today? What could be a sin? What could be a failure and a fault? You know your life. You know the things that may uh, be a problem for you, may not be a problem for others. It's just specific to you because of your upbringing, your circumstances, uh, your training in the flesh, etc. The way you think. 
And so we have to examine ourselves. We have a lot of work to do. <laughs> and we don't have much a business poking our noses into other people's lives. If we're really thinking like this, our nose is busy in our own stuff. Hallelujah. And out of all that, we want to be able to be a blessing to others. So some things may not be a physical sin, they may just be a thought. It may just be something that, you know, is inconvenient, that hinders you, that is stopping you from being a blessing and stopping you from offering something good to the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we must try to identify those things and deal with them so that we can give it to the Lord Jesus properly. Hallelujah. Hmm. Some people have more problems with certain things than others. And that has to be done by self-examination before it becomes very obvious to everybody else. Amen. So don't you think self-examination is better? Hallelujah. And then you can run the specific race. Hallelujah. Then you can begin to identify what you were really created to do before time began. Hallelujah. So these other things will hinder you from even looking in that direction. Did you know that you were born for this reason? Will not even come because you're so bothered about other external things that you were never able to go deeper than that. It's kind of interesting. Maybe we can hear uh, chapter 12, verse 1 again in Kannada. Adakarana Sakshi Avara Ishtu Dodda Megavu Namma Suttalu Iruvadarinda Ella Varavannu Sulabhavagi Mutti Kolluva Papavannu Navu Tegedittu Let's take a, a small dive into uh, Jeremiah 1.5 for a minute. very uh, interesting verse it says before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee to ordain thee a prophet unto the nations then said I ah Lord God behold I cannot speak for I'm a child so there he is with his problems he said I'm just a child etc etc I have all of these problems you're trying to tell me that you have such great purposes for me. But uh, take away with this, you know, these scriptures, that before you were put in your mother's womb, before you were formed in your mother's womb, there was a person who formed you there and knew you there and gave you a specific purpose. Hallelujah. Way, 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 way back then. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are not just here by random chance and selection. Forget Darwin and the, the joke. You know, that just makes monkeys out of all of us. Sad, but true. You were formed in your mother's womb by this almighty God who knew you. He knew your unformed substance. He knew you before he formed you and thought thoughts about you and had purposes that you were created for that only you could do specifically. Hallelujah. Let's hear Jeremiah 1.5 also in Canada. 
ನಾನು ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಹೊಟ್ಟೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನಿರ್ಮಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕಿಂತ ಮುಂಚೆ ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ತಿಳಿದಿದ್ದೆನು ನೀನು ಗರ್ಭದಿಂದ ಹೊರಗೆ ಬರುವುದಕ್ಕಿಂತ ಮುಂಚೆ ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧ ಮಾಡಿದೆನು ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಜನಾಂಗಗಳಿಗೆ ಪ್ರವಾದಿಯನ್ನಾಗಿ ನೇಮಿಸಿದೆನು ಅಂದನು somebody pulled out of a hat no you were sent here on purpose with a plan by god from a certain family from a particular womb and all of that reality is there but then when you came into the earth realm it was possible for you to totally neglect all of that and only be engaged in your fleshly pursuits and your mental pursuits no idea about who you are from the spirit realm no idea about your origin and what you are here for you keep training this part and that part and that's all you see results from so it's possible to live through this earth without fulfilling the purpose for which we were created everything that stands in the way of that is called a sin a weight something that you have to put aside and endure against hallelujah which is all hard how many of you know that endurance is a hard thing to endure something is not easy hallelujah so we have enough to do in each day praise god let's go on and continue hebrews the 12th so what did god want from you why are you on the planet etc etc these thoughts have to suddenly have so much value that you decide i'm not going to sit around uh doing this that and the other without finding out why did you create me why am i here what do you want me to do that's what engaged saul when he became paul he said what would you have me to do lord what do you want me to do what do you want me to do hallelujah see the the reality of that realm came alive to him till then he was just in the flesh performing all kinds of things from the flesh he had more confidence in the flesh than anybody else but when he met jesus he said i put no confidence in the flesh that's the end of that i have to now continue to look to him amen and so there is a race that you and i have particularly carved out for us and we get into it through all of these kinds of thoughts looking onto jesus looking onto jesus the author and finisher of our faith who the pattern the example who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame sat down at the right hand of the throne of god that's the wonderful example isn't it so you and i that are following in his steps we have to also consider the end Hallelujah looking at the joy that was set before him that's the coronation day the great rewards day we'll have to look at all of that first and then say okay i'm going to go through this jesus had to see how his great work would bring joy to him and his father and he saw all of that he considered all of that and then endured whatever else had to come So that's why we are studying this matter 
because we want to consider that first and then go forward so that we do it based on not our own um, desires and pleasures and flesh, but rather heaven's purposes. Hallelujah. Without that, it doesn't make sense. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There was shame. There was endurance. There was a cross. But then there was a throne. Hallelujah. So there are all of these realities. There's going to be some shame, some uh, despicableness. People are not going to be so excited about you. You will be considered even despicable, despised. But there is an awesome, awesome end with a throne. Hallelujah. Reigning with him. If you suffer with him, you reign with him. If he's the author and the finisher of our faith, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be like that. It's the same faith of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Verse 3 says, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against him, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. The mind is where the action is. That's where the problem is. Your mind has to now start looking for new value systems. You have to change your value system and you may have to dethrone certain kind of thinking and cast down certain uh, imaginations. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. A new value system for that which is precious, that which is excellent, that which has value, which costs. Amen. Oh, I'm laughing at myself because, you know, we all came up in different societies and families, but basically it was about pride. It was about self-lifting, self, self-made men. Nobody helped me. And it was just so beneath our standard for us to accept help from anybody until you were at rock bottom and nobody could help you. But till then you just forced yourself to be you know, self-made. And Paul was at the top of all of that. And he said, when I got revelation, suddenly all that became dung. D-U-N-G. Praise God. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things. So there's going to be some loss of certain things down here which seem to be esteemed in the eyes of man but for you, because of this throne and because of your reigning, you are going to now count them as dung. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And thank God you are not the creator. Otherwise, some people would have been burnt to cinders by now. <laughs> Jesus could have done that. He could have come off the cross, showed them something, and then paid the price for us, right? But he had to be true to his nature. Of course, he would call them things and it was true. He would rebuke them. He would, you know, uh, people were amazed that he would just talk like that. And they said, we know that you fear no man. And that you are not looking for, you know, the, the praise of these men. We know that. We know that you are a teacher come from God. Hallelujah. So he would say things, you hypocrites. Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Straight. Just like that. Oh, glory to God. It's, it's not easy to follow 
the words of the master. You could land in trouble, brother. Verse 5. Let's park there for a couple of minutes. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Hmm, let's stop there for a minute. So there is going to be correction. There is going to be rebuke even. There is going to be a looking at things and saying, Okay, Lord, I need to adjust that. I need your word. I need to be able to. Wow, that was hurting. Lord, that was painful. Wow, you said that to me. You have to just gulp and make the adjustment. Because he says, that is love. That is proof that he's concerned. That you are his son. You are his own. Praise God. Hallelujah. And this is there in Proverbs. It's there in Revelation. Revelation 3.19. The end of the book. Praise God. Hallelujah. To the churches. So the church must not be weary of correction. The more we hear in the correction realm the better it is for us because once you get up there, that's it. Forever you will not have to be corrected about it. Isn't that interesting? Can you imagine? Knowledge will cease. One of these days, you won't have to be reading your Bible again. That's the end of that. So this self-correction is for now. Let's get it now. Let's get it done today. It's the proof that he loves us, that he can see things Beyond what we saw, he knew us when he formed us and said, I know you, I created you, I gave you this plan, I gave you this purpose. And so when I correct you, it is for that reason. It goes deep down into things that you cannot even tell from the womb. It's going to be beyond your mother's advice. It's going to be beyond the womb. It's going to be beyond just family. It's going to be deeper than all of that. It's going to have eternal consequences so embrace correction if it is written twice or thrice go for it, study it, go over it again if it's written in massive chapters, oh that is super important, hallelujah praise God very very important so let's begin to self correct let's begin to make these adjustments let's not despise correction Ah, here we go again. That's your flesh just resisting going into the plan of God because he's the one that's going to suffer. The flesh is going to suffer. And nobody likes that. Hallelujah. So nobody can force all of this. We have to endure. Verse 7, if you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. There's an enduring of it. Okay, Lord, here I am. <laughs> Amen. Let's hear verse 5 to 7 in Kannada. Makkarige Heruvante Nimage Herida Echerikea Matanu Maritubiti Diro, Enandare, Nana Magane, Kartana Shikshe and Nutatsara Mada Beda, Ilave Atanu Ninanu Gadarisuaga Besaragola Beda. 
ಕರ್ತನು ತಾನು ಪ್ರೀತಿಸುವವನನ್ನೇ ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸುವತ್ತಾನೆ ತಾನು ಸೇರಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬ ಮಗನನ್ನು ಹೊಡೆಯುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂಬುದು ನೀವು ಶಿಕ್ಷೆಯನ್ನು ತಾಳಿಕೊಂಡರೆ ದೇವರು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಪುತ್ರರೆಂದು ನಡೆಸುವತ್ತಾನೆ ತಂದೆಯಿಂದ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಹೊಂದದ ಮಗನಲ್ಲಿ and we gave them reverence shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the father of spirits and live that word live is more abundant life the full life hallelujah our parents did their best to see if they could give us some form of life this is for your good man this that the other they tried you know but this is the real life we're talking about life more abundantly to the full till it overflows the 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 full life that would attract people to Jesus at the same time it would take care of things in the natural and then prepare you for the eternal also god's kind of life hallelujah so these things are just correction and adjustment so that you live the full life god is looking at you and your prophet hallelujah your prophet is his, in his mind he's thinking about prophet for you hallelujah let's yield to this let's begin to consider these things shall we worship the king shall we worship the holy one master preste brava vanda maybe we'll hear verse 9 as we close in canada also preje kopokota korka prasa papala ಇದು ಮಾತ್ರವಲ್ಲದೆ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸಿದಂತ ಶರೀರ ಸಂಬಂಧವಾದ ತಂದೆಗಳನ್ನು ಸನ್ಮಾನಿಸಿದೆವಷ್ಟೇ ಆತ್ಮಗಳಿಗೆ ತಂದೆಯಾಗಿರುವ ಆತನಿಗೆ ನಾವು ಇನ್ನೂ ಎಷ್ಟೋ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಒಳಪಟ್ಟು Elamanda manayanto emando refede rasdu zukro zufre vite vreste we bless you we praise you oh manja dust brahmananda lefrevite kemeliste help us to see clearly help us to understand these scriptures and begin to look in the realm of the spirit oh mashataya to consider you and your mighty work in us and through us frafalita kasulonte to judge ourselves Oh, remenge de bia, to self-correct, creto cupata casta, so that we may run that race that is set before us. Rustombe, miando, menclotusto, prakabasta, fada bida balagana, limo cuto custo, so that if you would come tonight, we would have made some adjustments and be ready to stand at your throne, O faithful God. Rupuste prandebe Brahmas gibre menosku prefelite pasa semosto krizepe tekele we bless you we praise you we worship you so i want to say whatever it is that you think is hindering you whatever that sin whatever that weight jesus is going to help you is going to help you to put it aside so that you can run this race without any shame without any embarrassment before his throne leproso brosto prefedike de modogolo pasante oh the power of the lord jesus flow to us flow to the listener flow to those who have ears to hear oh and eyes to see at this moment in the name of jesus clarifying and clearing a path for us in the name of jesus that we may run the race that is set before us without hindrance in the name of jesus that we will endure we will stand 
Oh, by your power working in us, we worship you. We look to you, Holy One, Repeleste. Thank you for praying for us. Thank you for working in us, working that which is well-pleasing in your sight. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 Every hindrance, every chain, every mind-blinding thing, fall away in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We receive. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, team. Thank you all. You are blessed. See you again. Uh, If you'd like to give, it's a great opportunity. In Jesus' name, expect that His mercy will return to you manifold. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.